Push Podcast, people united for spina bifida and hydrocephalus. A podcast created to bring people together and to amplify the voices, stories, and abilities of our spina bifida and hydrocephalus community. B is for the people, both big and small. U is for the unity that gathers us all. S for spina bifida, H for hydrocephalus. Say the push to the world, never let them get the best of us. Hey, what's going on? My name is Danny Lamb, and I'm your host of the Push Project podcast. I was three years old when I was diagnosed with hydrocephalus, and I'm passionate about using my abilities to connect our community and to create a space for others to feel empowered to share their story. If you like what you hear and you want to hear more, please don't hesitate to subscribe, find us on Facebook and Instagram, or to be a featured guest, please email us at asongacity at gmail.com. We look forward to hearing from you. We look forward to having you. All right, and welcome back to the Push Project podcast. I tell you, one of my favorite things about this journey of the podcast is where we began, where we're at now, and where we're going. We very much began this podcast sitting down with people I've known across our spina bifida and hydrocephalus community for a long time. And through that journey, I've continued to meet new friends, new folks in different parts of the world across our hydrocephalus and spina bifida community. And today we've got a new friend, Ben Rose Mutaya. Did I say that right? Mutaya. Mutaya. I'm sorry. Mutaya. I had it. I had it. And, and then I said it wrong. I'm so, so sorry. Ben Rose, how are you? I am doing great. Thank you, Danny. What about you? I'm good. Thank you. I'm good. Um, Can I just say what a pleasure so far it's been in being back and forth with you in preparation for sitting down today. It's been so, so great to to get to know you uh, little by little. And and I'm really, really excited to chat more more about you today. Uh, To start, can I ask where are you from and where do you call home? Okay, I come from Kenya. I'm from the eastern part of Kenya, but I currently reside in Nairobi. Um, mm. For me, home is simply a place that I feel welcome, a place that um, I'm not afraid to express myself, and a place that I feel that I'm not judged, or a place that um, makes me feel certain of who I am. Mm. Mm. Um, we're going to get into those themes a lot more today. Can I ask you, and I, I love the idea of home because I think you and I have very similar definitions around what home is. And, um, I, I, I love the way you articulated it. Can I ask you why, why is the idea of freedom of expression and being in a space where you feel free to express yourself? Why is that important to you? Okay, I feel that um most of the people um get to judge someone by what they've just seen of mm. you at that moment. But mm. they don't really get to know more about you um by just sitting or getting to express wanting to express yourself. So um it really means to me uh it's really of importance for me that someone gets to know me first give me the space to express myself. Mm. Yeah. 
Mm. Love it. Um, digging in a little bit deeper here to you and, and all that there is to know and talk about with Ben Rose. Um, I know you're passionate about making a positive impact around communities that you identify with. Correct. Um, can, can I ask, I've got a, a kind of a, a two prong kind of two questions. First of all, when did you develop this passion in wanting to create a positive impact? Uh, and what's one thing that you do or have done in your community to make a positive impact? Um, in in my country, um, most of the time you find that after completing high school, people don't really know what they want to do. They don't have a sense of what they want to do. So you find that parents um, instantly want to get you into colleges or universities after you've finished your high school. But for me, I really wanted first a place where I can just um, be chilling while figuring out what I want to do before mm. um, getting university. And I thank my mom for giving that, for giving me that space to be able to do that. So for me, I joined an organization called Pacemaker International. It's an mm. organization that um, deals by uh, with ac giving access to education in underserved communities around our country, or even it has recently extended to Malawi. So mm. um, with that, I, I developed the interest to want to help more in our community. And some of the things that I've done to impact my community around me, um, with everything that is going on with climate, um, I, I asked myself, what is it that I can do? Can I just sit and listen to whatever is being said about climate um, or can I do something? So I organized, um, may I say, an, an event whereby we got to fundraise um, on buying trees and just planting them in schools around my community. Yeah. And mm. I also, <laughs> okay. And I also um, volunteer my time. This time that I find I volunteer in different mm. communities that um, may need help. I also volunteer in an organization called SHAC, which mm. includes Spain of Kida and Heterosexual Association of Kenya. I volunteer when I don't have school work when it's closed, so I volunteer there to just take care of children with spinal bifida and their parents. Yeah. Ben Rose, you are impressive. You are Thank so you. impressive. Oh my gosh. Um you know, again, one of my favorites, especially with with somebody that I, I'm just getting to know, like yourself. Um, I don't really know, I don't really know much about you. And so to hear all of that, hear all of the incredible work that you're doing, not only just through the lens of our spina bifida and hydrocephalus community, but recognizing, um, uh, and, and, and asking and putting in the work as to, you know, how you can, can make a positive, uh, um, change and imprint through the lens of the environmental issues that that we're facing around the world today um it's mm -hmm. really really impressive the work that you're doing wow 
Wow. Thank you for sharing all that. I'm, I'm humble. Yeah. Thank you. So good. Oh, um, now on top of all of that, I know you're a baker and a cook. Yes. Yeah. 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 Sure. I love it. Can I, can I, again, kind of couple questions here. First of all, what's your, what, um, what's your favorite thing about baking and cooking and why do you think these skills are so important to you and important in general? Okay. Um, what, why it's important for me to bake fast is um, I find it as a time where I can be able to relieve stress because mm. I find there's a lot going on and for you to find that space that calms you down, um, it's not easy. So for me, baking and cooking are a way of me relieving stress and mm. it also reveals who I am. You know, mm. you might know me, someone else might know me as a mean person, someone might know me as someone who's friendly, but when I cook a meal or when I bake a cake, it just shows the love side of me yeah. for everyone. Yeah. And for me, um, these skills, I don't bake that often, mm -hmm. um, or but I love cooking mostly because mm -hmm. at home, I'm the one who prepares all the meals at all time and I don't get tired. <laughs> so for me, um, <laughs> so it, for me, it's important these skills are important because mm -hmm. they reveal my creative side. Yeah. There is no other space that I get to express myself very much, like in mm -hmm. cooking and baking. So it's a way for me of revealing my creative side to the world or to Ooh. people around me. Yeah. Cool. Can I can I ask you what do you have a favorite thing to cook? Favorite thing to cook? Favorite food? <coughs> okay. For baking, I love making cupcakes, especially, I don't know if it's someone's favorite, but this is mine. I love making banana cupcakes. I don't know Ooh. if it's anyone's favorite. Yum. Um, for cooking, um, I love making stews, all kind of stews. Yeah. I'll be there, I'll make stews, yeah. Yeah. So when... It's it's been I think eleven years since I've been to Kenya. So when I come back to Kenya, someday, I'm going to your house. Oh, <laughs> you're welcome. You're I'm welcome. going to eat at your house. I'll bring my guitar, and we'll okay. trade. We'll trade a meal for a song, or a few songs at least. <laughs> okay, sure. That sounds good. Uh, yeah. Can I? Can I backtrack here for a sec, Ben Rose? You had mentioned after high school, your mom gave you the space. Uh, we're going to chat about your mom more a little bit in a sec, but you mentioned your mom gave you the space to explore, uh, uh, learn and explore and, and think, and she just gave you the space. Um, and it, I think it's it's interesting because whether you're in Kenya or Canada, I know as a young person here in Canada, we feel pretty pressured to know what we want to do right after high school, um, which I've always believed is, is so wild because um, I'm still growing up. I'm 35 and I'm still growing up, let alone 
being 17 or 18, feeling like I need to know what I want to do for the rest of my life. And similar to you, my parents gave me the space um, in the middle of high school, actually. And that year that I took away from school and wasn't in school, but experiencing the world, um, that year has helped shape who I am today. So can I ask, has the space or, or did the space that your mom gave you between finishing high school and going away to college or university, did that shape who you are today in any way? Definitely. Um, first of all, if you said we, we have not met, we've not interacted. So I'm getting to reveal myself to mm. you today. So yeah. I used to struggle a lot with communication. Mm. Um, I will not, I will sit next to you and I will not even utter a word. I mm. will not. So um, my mom giving me this space, I got to interact with people. Uh, which made me open up a little more. And it also taught me some lessons that there are some boundaries you need to talk to make. It's not all everyone that you have to open up to. So I got to learn those things. Um, I also got to learn how to embrace friendships, um, to learn where to invest friendships. I got to learn also on networking. I've said that I volunteered. I volunteer most of the time. So me not being able to get this space could have not enabled me to get the skill to be able to network. Because while volunteering, you engage yourself maybe with projects that require you to do donor acquisitions. So it really helped me even engage with my peers. Uh, for me, I only knew people in my high school mm. and that, and that was it. So me getting out and expressing myself there really helped me network even with people that could also help me in the future, maybe through my career or throughout my life. Yeah. Mm. Today, today, meeting, meeting you today, I could never, ever guess that you struggled with communication because you're so articulate. You're so articulate. <laughs> Uh, your thoughts are so direct um, it, with just a very clear vision, a clear point to make. Um, would never, ever guess that you struggled with communication. But props to you and props to your mom. Props to your mom. And we give props, I feel like, often on the podcast to moms, to parents in yeah. general. Um who are just doing everything that they can do to put their kids on the best path that they can possibly be on in life. And I, I feel like your mom, without even knowing her, is just so awesome. And I know you had already mentioned some of her awesomeness, specifically um, getting your resilience and strength from your mom. Um, I want to quote, if I can, I, I want to quote something you said, um, you said, and I quote, I know for a fact that I wasn't born into this world or have this condition being hydrocephalus by chance. I know that I have a purpose to fulfill before my time on this earth is taken away. Therefore, this inspires me to keep going no matter the circumstance. Can you tell us a bit more about 
this quote and and can you tell us a bit more about this okay so um many who are listening might be wondering why she's speaking more about her mom um i've been raised by single parents and i kept on wondering um why my dad left in mm. fact there was a time i used to blame myself because of the condition that i have because i don't only have hydrocephalus I also have another condition called hemangioma that affects the skin. So I kept on putting the blame on myself um, mm. until I realized that was a decision that he made, not mine. Yeah. And also, I was the source that my mom kept on pushing, kept on going even after my dad left because I saw her go into depression after that she lost weight a lot of weight um she didn't know what to do but um i think she was able god gave her strength i would say mm -hmm. so and mm -hmm. also um for me it was not about um me being there as a daughter or anything but just me being there as her source of strength made me know that um i'm not just born to be here I'm born to make an impact wherever I go. I'll say that we are not limited by what we have gained or what has happened to us. We are more than what has happened to us or what has we have gained. We are more than that. So we can't limit ourselves to hydrocephalus. We can't limit ourselves to spinobifida. We are more than that. And I know that each time that I meet someone new, I have made an impact. I might not see it now, or the person might not say it then, but I know I have made an impact. Yeah. Wow. Ben Rose. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> um, can I just can I can I praise you again? You are such a great speaker. You are such a great speaker. Um, I'm over here getting inspired by by not what you're saying, but how you're saying it and just how how well you articulate everything you say. It's so, so good. Wow. Um, thank thank you. you again. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to know you now. Now, you had you told me earlier you dream about building a successful business, earning a degree, and mm -hmm. finding better employment. Um, can I ask again, kind of a two pronged question? But why are these things important to you, and how do you think that achieving these goals can help you have a positive impact on the communities you identify with? Mm -hmm. Um, first of all, getting a degree. Um, it, it's also an achievement for me. Mm -hmm. um, I think there are those theory of motivation and one of them is one being able to achieve something. So this motivates them to keep on going. So that's, um, that's what keeps motivating me. It's an achievement that I want to make. Yeah. Um, not that I want to seek employment or anything, but it's just a motivation for me. Another thing, um, I will say that I'll be the first one in my family. Yeah. Yes. So that also is another motivation. It will also make my mom proud or mm. my family proud. 
So how do you think achieving these goals can have a positive impact on the communities you identify with? Okay, so me owning a business that's creating employment to people. <laughs> um, me achieving a degree, I would say also it's, it's happiness to my community, the one that I relate mostly to. Mm. So me getting employed, um, I would say maybe it's a way of me making an impact out there. Yeah. I would not necessarily say that I want to be employed forever, but that's yeah. not my goal. In fact, I wish that I would just be employed for like three years and then <laughs> have my <laughs> own company. Yeah. Yes. So, but yes. we never know what the future holds. But yeah. yeah, this will be just a source of, I would say again, motivation and achievement yeah. for me and also yeah. for the community around me. Yeah. Yeah. Can I can I also just say as well, because I know I've I've experienced this in my life. Um I don't know if maybe you've already experienced this in your life, but I know as an entrepreneur myself, I know that I've had lots of different jobs that have taught me a lot of skills, taught me a lot of skills that make me a better entrepreneur, which is, is kind of cool. Make me better at running my own, my own company, make me better at working with other people. So it's kind of cool. Cause that job that you work for like three years, maybe, um, might teach you a lot of of things that will make you a stronger leader in the company that you build, which is really, really incredible. Um, yeah. Mm, so good. Um, now, Ben, ben Rose, I, I, I feel like we could chat forever. I, I, I feel like I also say this at the end of every podcast episode because I'm the kind of person that doesn't, want to see a good conversation come come to an end or or a good time come to an end and this is just such a lovely conversation um so we we're we're gonna have to have you back on someday um but i what's that i'll be thrilled to be back oh my god yes well i look forward to it um to kind of to wrap up today, though, you had mentioned to me that meeting new people is hard due to the fear of the unknown. Yes. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. Um, I wanted to know what is one piece of advice that you would give to someone within our spina bifida and or hydrocephalus community who struggles with meeting new people or embracing the unknown, not knowing how they'll be received. Okay, for me, I would say that um, as long as these things um, are abiding with your principles, the things that guide you don't shine away. I've been afraid of things that sometimes I look back and maybe I I, I see that I would have made an opportunity out of that thing, but yet I was afraid. Um, But I would say that um, just be able to affirm yourself that you are capable of doing something and you'll be able to do it if you're afraid of meeting new people don't mind what they're going to talk um as part of my emangioma most of it's the skies on the face so i used to be afraid of meeting new people by the way because i was afraid of what they were going to say but as long as i i told myself i don't care anymore whatever anyone says or thinks i think i relieved myself from a lot of cares and burdens yeah 
Ben Rose, you are a bright light, an absolute genius. Um, I I truly love listening to you speak, and now knowing that one of your passions is creating a, a positive impact in the communities you identify with, it makes me certain that you have a positive impact in every life, every person that you come across. It truly makes me certain about that because listening to your advice, listening to your perspective, listening to the things that you do in your life, in your community, in the world is just incredible. And I look forward to the day where I'm working for you because you, you're a genius. <laughs> So good. Thank you so, so much. Yeah. Thank you uh, so much for supporting me. Um, oh I my. I've gained some um courage, maybe. I always, uh, um, recently, I've been thinking of having a podcast, but I was also afraid again. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, what um, my podcast may sound like, you know? Yeah, yeah. But it seems like I can make a good conversation. <laughs> Heck yes, you absolutely can. Absolutely can. When you create that podcast, you have to come back on this podcast so we can talk about your podcast. Cool? Yeah. Okay, deal. Yeah. I love it. Um, Ben Rose, I look forward to keeping in touch. I look forward to chatting again soon. You are a bright light and I'm super, super stoked that we are real friends now. Thank you so much for coming on. Uh, thank you also for having me. Of course. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. You take care and we'll see you again soon. Okay. Okay. Bye-bye. All right. These for the people, both big and small.